0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. At the door. Good morning again, everybody. So today we are starting like um, a three part series that's going to end on Christmas Day. It's going to be a build up to um, Christmas, and uh, we're going to have part one this Sunday. We're going to have part two next Sunday, and on, on Christmas Day, it's going to be like the climax. We're going to have part three of of the teaching. So, this part one, we are. If we look at the first Christmas, if we look at the first Christmas which is the first, the first Christmas was when Jesus was born physically on earth, you will realize that it's not like Christmas today in the sense that not many people knew about it. Just very few people celebrated the first Christmas and were, were blessed. And even today, while many people celebrate Christmas, the truth is, um not everybody that celebrates Christmas is, is blessed in the season. So we, we will be looking at getting into the position of blessing this Christmas. Praise the name of the Lord. Get positioned for blessing this Christmas. The first Christmas. Just a few people were positioned. What did they do? They were just blessable. That was why they were blessed. They were blessable, that was why they were blessed. They were positioned, they were rightly positioned. That was why they were blessed. Now, if we look at the four of those um, categories of people that participated in the first Christmas and um, learned one or two things from them, we can position ourselves for heaven's attention this Christmas. So we're going to be looking at four categories of people. First, we're going to be looking at Joseph. Then we'll look at the shepherds. Then we'll look at Mary and the wise men. Joseph cooperated with God. Joseph cooperated with God. That was his positioning. The wise men celebrated the things God will do. That was their positioning. Mary contemplated. And the Magi, the three wise men, dedicated. So, Joseph cooperated, the shepherds celebrated, Mary contemplated, the three wise men dedicated. So let's take Joseph. Joseph cooperated. Joseph cooperated. You know, if you look at This story, Joseph's life. You he had a a girl that a lady he wanted to get married to, they were um she was betrothed to him, which means in that culture, they were actually married. He can't, he can't, um, he would have to divorce her, even though they hadn't consummated the marriage, they were married now. Mary came to Joseph. You know the story. I, I said to Joseph, "Oh, I'm I'm pregnant." I mean, try. I, I keep we get here. I keep saying this, you know. Try and put yourself in that position, guys. If you were Joseph and you had a babe, and because you want to follow God, you are, you didn't touch the babe. Then the babe comes to you and says, "I don't get belly." I mean, how would you feel? If you check, Joseph was like, was obviously confused. The same thing. Now, to make matters worse, Joseph was like, who is it? Who did you cheat on me with? Say, Joseph, you won't believe it. It's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Joseph, you won't believe it. I was just saying, JJ. And the Holy Ghost came and overshadowed me. Now, if you would have believed, let me see your hand, guys. Ladies, look round. None of us will believe. In fact, this hand is not going up. Praise the name of the Lord. That was Joseph's predicament. And Joseph obviously did not believe her. But, yeah, I think I, you can't. Use my head. I am done. But he was a good man. He wanted to put her away quietly, the Bible says. And when we look at Matthew 2, Matthew 1, Matthew 1, 19 to 24, Joseph, the Bible says, was a good man and didn't want to publicly disgrace Mary. So he planned to quietly divorce her. But an angel appeared to him in a dream. When Joseph woke up, he did exactly, everybody say he did exactly. He did exactly what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do and took Mary home as his wife. Joseph cooperated with God. The question is, are you cooperating with God? For his plans for you? Or are you coming up with your plans for your own life? Joseph had his plans. God had his plans. And God said to Joseph, Joseph, you know what? This is me. This is my plan. And Joseph cooperated. Everybody say, Joseph cooperated. So, for you to to be blessed, to be positioned for blessings this Christmas, to be blessed like Joseph, cooperate with God's plan for your life, even if it doesn't make sense. That's the position you can take this Christmas. Cooperate with God's plan. Are you cooperating with God's plans? Or are you fighting God's plan? Joseph cooperated. Joseph cooperated. God has a plan for you. Cooperate with him. God has a plan for your life, for your family. Cooperate with him. God has a plan. Cooperate with him. You no know, many times the reason we struggle is because we we are not really sure I mean, can I trust this God? If I cooperate fully, will he not make me into a caricature? Will I, will I not now look like this or I will have no fun in my life? Or or I, what if he has a bad plan for me? What if God says I, I, I should go and, and, and go to a place I don't like? You know, the challenge is because we don't know the heart of God. Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. They are plans for good. To give you a future and and a hope. So, God is saying to you and I that, look, I have a plan and in case you are wondering, it's a good plan. A plan that will give you a future and a hope. Another translation says, I know what I am doing. God is saying to you this morning, I know what I am doing. I know what I am doing. But many times because we we are um, we like to be in charge of our lives <laughs> because we don't know what God is doing doesn't mean that God doesn't know what he is doing. And because we don't know what God is doing we struggle to follow God's plan. But if you know God's heart it will be easy for you to follow God's plans even though you don't know what he is doing. Praise the name of the Lord. If you had the son, maybe it's a toddler, maybe he was six, and he stands on a story building, and you are on the ground floor, and, and and your son stands on the balcony, and you say to your son, jump. Typical five-year-old, six-year-old, dad says jump. What will the child do? The child will jump. Does the child know if you can catch him? We find out. <laughs> <laughs> the child will just jump because daddy says so but the challenge with us is we, we've become big girls and big boys and God is telling us jump we are like are you sure guess why God wants us to be like children with him so when he tells us to jump we do what we jump we just don't. So you don't have to understand what God is doing for you to trust that God knows what he is doing. Joseph cooperated. Joseph cooperated with God. Joseph cooperated with God. So to be positioned for blessing this season and beyond. We have to be like Joseph and cooperate with God. That is number one. Number two, to be positioned for blessing this season. We have to be like the shepherds and celebrate that God is with us because the shepherds celebrated Joseph cooperated. The shepherds celebrated. Joseph cooperated. The, sep- the shepherds celebrated. Look to ten to eleven, then then read the sixteen. It says, but the angel assured them, "Don't be afraid, the shepherds." He said, "I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people." The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. That was the news they gave them. By the time we get to verse 16 and 20, it says, with this news, the shepherds hurried to bethlehem they ran they didn't stay they were excited they hurried to bethlehem and there they found mary and joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger when they had seen him they returned to their field singing praises and thanking god for all that had, they had heard and seen which happened just as the angel told them. So, Christmas is a festival. Christmas is not a funeral. Christmas is a party. That's why we say Merry Christmas. What does Merry means? Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. And you see, this Christmas, I want you to make up your mind that I am going to be happy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be happy. Regardless, because this, God wants me to celebrate. I am going to celebrate. Even if it's a bowl of rice with, oh, jello fries. <laughs> Even if it's a bowl of jello fries <laughs> with seeking. Even if it's half seeking. You should eat it with such, exc- I mean, I, I'm not. Punching anyone for saying seeking, but we know who says seeking, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Regardless, God expects us. If you read that, bring bring it up how they went back, they went back singing praises and thanksgiving to God. They were excited. To be positioned for heaven to breathe upon you this Christmas. You have to celebrate like the shepherds celebrated. So, if you want to be blessed like the shepherds, celebrate that God is here with us. Celebrate Emmanuel. Celebrate that you're a child of God. Be excited about the fact that God is with you. Be excited about it. That God is with me. If God be for me. You could say. that. Oh but pastor. The the shepherds celebrated. After they have seen Jesus. uh, 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 Jesus born. Yeah Joseph cooperated before. But the shepherds cooperated after. But you see the truth is that. God knows just like Abraham God said concerning Abraham I know he will command his household after me because of this I'm taking this position so before Abraham even had a family to command after God God already said I know he will command his family after me God expects us to celebrate and celebration is contagious celebration is contagious It's big with God that we are joyful people. When people see you joyful, you're a child of God and you are joyful, what happens? They're interested in your God. But if people see you, you're always under the weather, cranky, you know, they don't want to have anything to do with you. God wants us to celebrate with thanksgiving if you bring up that scripture again and you will see thanking God for all they had and seen which had happened just as the angel told them so our celebration is based on what God has said and what God, what God will do And a celebration is a witness. You need to, through the uh, glow of your life, make a huge statement to people around you that my past has been forgiven. I have a purpose for living and I have a home in heaven. Jesus is Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) My Past is forgiven. I have a purpose for living. I have a home in heaven. Jesus is Lord. When people see you, do they see past forgiven, purpose for living, home in heaven? Jesus is Lord. When people look at you, do they see past forgiven, purpose for living, home in heaven? Jesus is Lord. You are walking out of here today When people see you they will see past, forgiven, purpose for living, home in heaven, Jesus is Lord. So they started a gossip about the gospel. They gossiped the the good news. We have the best news on earth. We shouldn't keep quiet about it. We shouldn't. So we see that to be positioned for God's blessings particularly this season and beyond. Number one, we have to cooperate like Joseph. For Joseph, he cooperated. Joseph cooperated. Number two, the shepherds what? Celebrated. Joseph cooperated. The shepherds celebrated. Number three, Mary contemplated. Mary contemplated. Mary contemplated. Look 2, 17 to 19. It says, then the angel, the shepherd, sorry, told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Everyone else who heard the shepherd's story were what? Were amazed. But Mary treasured up all the words she heard and continued to quietly ponder them in her heart. What did Mary do right? Mary paid attention. The others were amazed. Mary paid attention. Do you pay attention to God's word? For some of us, last week, we heard the word. I mean, there there were things that burnt in your heart. What did you do when you left church with the word? Did you ponder? Or were you just amazed? Oh, wow. What a great service. Did you ponder? Did you take the word and did you wrestle quietly, pondering on them like Mary did? While everyone else wondered, Mary pondered. To get all that God has for you and I, we have to go beyond wondering at God's word. To pondering at God's words, they were amazed. They were they were f- f- flabbergasted, if you will. They were, oh, what this this is wonderful! You would think that would mean something. No, it didn't. That was the end of it. But Mary pondered. Mary obviously was amazed, but she moved beyond being amazed, and she pondered. She pondered. She thought about it. She thought, what what does this mean? What does that mean? What does this mean? Time, Jesus was in Cana of Galilee, and, you know, and he said to, um, and Mary said to, to, to them, to him, they have no wine. And Jesus says, I mean, what was my business with that in essence mary told the servant whatever i tells you to do do it why because he, she had she had incubated this guy she she knew the word mary was a woman of the word are you a woman of the word or are you a woman of the world Are you a man of the word or are you a man of the world? What dictates your decision? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? The word or the world? (laughs) So, if you want to be blessed like Mary, you have to contemplate continually on God's word. God's word. You have to. You have to. So, question is, what will happen if I contemplate on God's word? Yeah, how, I mean, this season, James 1, 25. James one twenty five. Just to, um, like, put some additional weight behind it, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, which is the word of God, and you do what it says, don't forget what you have heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So it is not just um, God will bless you for underlining the word or for um, pondering. Pondering should lead to doing. God will bless you. So what will happen when I ponder on God's word this Christmas? God's blessings are assured. What will happen? Joshua one eight. What will happen when I ponder on God's word? It says, study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So, what will happen when I ponder? God's blessings rest on me. I succeed in what I do. This Christmas, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God's blessings will rest on you. You will succeed in all that you do. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. We are, now, we are waiting for you. <laughs> Our only man is even more robust. So we see here that to position themselves for God's blessings, Joseph cooperated. Ask your neighbor, are you cooperating with God's word, with God's plan? I really want you to ask them. I really want to ask them. Ask them in a conversation. I mean, are you, are you really cooperating with God? I don't I don't mean to be um, offensive but No no now, ask them the second question say you because the the shepherds celebrated ask them are you going to live here celebrating Okay and Mary contemplated now ask them are you going to contemplate are you going to are you going to ponder or are you going to wonder Are you going to wonder or are you going to ponder? <laughs> what will it be? So, so Joseph cooperated, the shepherds celebrated, Mary contemplated, and the wise men dedicated dedicated it's huge it's huge it's huge when we read Matthew 2 verses 1 and 2 it says Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw a star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Hmm. Huge. Huge. These wise men (laughs) were known as Magis. They were not Jews. In fact, they were either Persians or Babylonians, mostly Babylonians. If you remember the story of Daniel, Daniel was actually studying to be a Magi. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were studying to be a Magi. So, these were learned guys. These were scientific guys. These were astronomers. They could look at stars and interpret. Now, what is going on here is deeper than you know, meets the eye. Magi's could see the stars and interpret accurately that Jesus was going to be born. Now, when they got to Jerusalem, they did not, the, the question was, is there anyone born king of the Jews? That was not the question. They were not in doubt. They came to Jerusalem and they said, where is he that was born king of the Jews? Now, the the, the historical account showed that they caused a turmoil in Jerusalem. They turned Jerusalem upside down to the point that the king... Herod took notes. If they are just coming to Jerusalem and they were asking just um, street people, where is he that was born king of the Jews? They won't get the king's attention. They, 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 they were men of clout. They stepped into Jerusalem, they caused an uproar. We have seen the star. Where is he? And Herod called the scribes and the religious leaders when, when they asked where is he that was born king of the Jews Herod called them together and says where will the Messiah be born and they told Herod in Bethlehem of Judea without you know that's what they call have you, have you heard that before without even consulting the book, they just gave him the answer. Because the prophecies concerning Jesus are accurate to even the place he was born. The the, the existence of Jesus is not in doubt whether he came to this world. There are too many historical proof that buttresses that. So we see that these men were not just mean men. They were learned. They were wealthy. They were scientists. They were wise. The, the Bible described them as wise men. And they were seeking Jesus. Even today, wise men still seek Jesus. But fools don't. Wise men stick to Jesus. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. The Word of God says in verse 13 that if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Everyone that seeks for God finds God. Your case will not be different. Everyone. Everyone. These guys came from from Babylon, it, they said, historically, that it took them at least two years <laughs> to go from where they were to where Jesus was. Two years of seeking. When the star stopped, they stopped. When the star moved, they moved. When they got into Jerusalem, they lost sight of the star. They knew he entered the Jerusalem. They caused confusion. Where is he that was born king of the Jews? When we get to verse 11 of Matthew 2, he says, when the wise men saw the child with his mother Mary, they bowed down. Ah, how can grown men that were intelligent that these people, you know, you know what the world tries to tell us? That it's only dollars that serve God today. It's only people that, are not, that don't have a brain. Or that are jobless. That serve God. It's a big fat lie. <laughs> From time immemorial. People of worth and quality. recognized the lordship of Jesus. And bowed to him. The fact that you're in service today. Means you're a wise man. A wise woman. So, greet your neighbor and say, wise man. you wise woman. Ah, this baby, wise, Sha. I was doubting before. If you had missed service today, I would have thought otherwise. They bowed. They bowed and they worshipped him. He was a baby. Bowed and they worshipped him. Huge Huge, 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 huge. They saw him and they bowed. Then we have people that don't even know half of what these people, these guys know. They don't even have half of the wealth they have. They come to Jesus and they're posing. They're posing. I'm like, really? They're posing. But these guys. They bowed and they worshiped. They were not worshiping a baby as a baby. They were worshiping the king in the baby as their Lord. If you look at it on the surface, you will think, oh, this small boy, how can, they be, how can everybody be respecting this small boy? It is not the boy, it is the Christ in the boy. They bowed and they worshipped him, and they opened their treasure chests, <laughs> and they presented him gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. And being warned by God in a dream, they added home by a different way. There's everyone that comes in contact with Jesus goes a different way. Everyone that comes in contact with Jesus does not go back the same way they come. Everyone. Today, because you have come in contact with Jesus, you will go in a different way, in a greater way that you have come here, in the name of Jesus. So, (laughs) if you and I want to be positioned to be blessed like the Magi's, To be blessed like the wise men, I need to dedicate my time, my treasure, and my talents to Jesus. We see these guys. They dedicated their time. It took them at least roughly two years to get to where Jesus was. That is time. Their talent, it took them correct interpretation of, of astronomy to locate the right star to follow. And when they got to Jesus, they bowed and they opened their treasure chest for Jesus. If you have to position yourself, you have to, with Jesus, bring your time your talent and your treasure. If you bring your treasure, you just send money to church. And you don't give God your time and your talent, something is wrong. If you bring your time, you come to church. But you don't bring your talent, you don't add any value. And you don't bring your treasure. Something is wrong. God wants us to be positioned in a way where we can say like the wise men we are actually seeking Jesus. And what happens when you give God your time, your talent and your treasure? He multiplies it. He multiplies it. He just multiplies it. I can give you a personal testimony. <laughs> it's very personal. I'm not sure I want to give it. But he, 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 he multiplies it. He multiplies it. That's what he does. That's what he does. Okay, let me give you anyway. <laughs> Last week was uh, point of contact service and you know i had like everybody you have bills right <laughs> then i was gonna come and i knew that. okay no 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 for me i was gonna sow a seed by myself and you know how your eyes just go to one particular money that you have kept aside you know so i had this um, forex that I had and I and my eyes just went to the forex I said okay let me do half of it I knew that I was supposed to do everything so I put it together came to church I didn't tell anybody we didn't even did we announce any seat nope but because by God's grace I knew I was in a hard understanding in the ATM service I gave it between then and, and now I kid you not even from that day in FX, I've gotten over times fifty. I can't now listen, I'm not saying this so that you can clap, and I'm not telling you that God is a jackpot that you put money and you do like this and plenty will come out. That's not what I'm saying. If don't hear that, please don't hear that. If that hadn't happened, it's God anyway. I know that I can't outgive him, so he's somewhere waiting for me in the future. I am confident about that. But from that night. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, why didn't God even say I should sell my shoe? <sighs> I give everything. <laughs> why not? <laughs> if I did calculate it well, it's more than that. But there's no, there's no time. The key thing is this. When he says you should give what is in your hands it's because he wants to show you what is in his hands that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do when you, when you think you are smart it's yourself you are cheating, really Romans 6 13 Romans 6 13 says Romans six thirteen says give yourselves completely how? Completely, not partially, not partly, not some, to God. Every part of you. For you want to be tools in the hands of God to be used for his good purposes. You want to be tools in the hands of God to be used for his good purposes. Joseph cooperated. It became a tool in the hands of God. It was used for his good pleasure. The shepherds celebrated. They became tools in the hands of God, used for his good pleasure. Mary contemplated. She became a tool in the hands of God, used for his good pleasure. The magi's dedicated. They became tools. In the hands of God to be used. So maybe, like Joseph, God wants you to cooperate with him this morning. Like Joseph, he wants you to stop fighting. Stop fighting, stop fighting, stop fighting. fighting. Stop fighting him. Cooperate. Maybe like the shepherd, he wants you to celebrate this morning. He wants you to celebrate. Be free. Let your light shine before men so that they will see your good words and glorify your father in heaven. Or maybe like Mary, he wants you to contemplate. He just doesn't want you to wonder at his words. He wants you to ponder on his words. He wants you to contemplate. He wants you to contemplate. Take what you have heard today Digest it, digest it, digest it. And maybe like the wise man, he wants you to dedicate your time, your talent, your treasure. So the question I want to ask you today, because many of us, we have, I mean, you should have. You have been thinking of things to buy the people in your lives. You've, I mean, and you are going to buy gifts for people that we value. True or false? Yeah. If if you if you have not if you are not going to do that. God will forgive you. You have to do that because it's the season of giving. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Now the question is this: What are you going to give Jesus? This Christmas, after all, it is birthday. What are you going to give Jesus? Imagine going to birthday party, you and you give gift to everybody else, but the birthday boy, you didn't bring gifts for the birthday boy. <laughs> what are you going to give Jesus? Many of us are like, "Oh, Pastor, what on earth do you give to a God who has everything?" What do you give to a God who has everything? You see, there are lots of things that God does not have if you don't give him. Are there? Yes, there are. Your heart. If you don't give God your heart, he doesn't have it. He doesn't. Your loyalty. If you don't give God your loyalty, he doesn't have it. What do you give to a God? That seems to have everything. Your attention. If you don't give God your attention, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Your trust. If you don't give God your trust, he does not have it. He does not have it. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. There are things in your custody that if you don't give God, He doesn't have it. So, what are you going to give God this Christmas? You see, it's becoming clearer. All this list, things I've been enumerating, can be summed up, or rather not summed up, can be expressed in the three T's that we talked about your time, your treasure and your talent in other words your life what are you going to give God this Christmas let's bow down our hearts as we bow down our heads in honor of our God and our King if you're clapping you can clap by yourself it's okay that's fine to the glory of God the Father and let's just talk to God let's just talk to God I'm asking you again, what are you going to give to Jesus this Christmas? It is his birthday. Pastor, give God my heart. I want to give my God my heart today. I want to put my trust in him. What do I do? Do I come forward to the altar? No, my sister. No, my brother, you don't need to come forward. I want to give God my heart today. What do I do, Pastor? I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. You don't need to come forward. That is you. Put up your hand now over your head and I'll pray with you wherever you are seated. God bless you, sir. My brother. God bless you, my brother. That is it. My sister. God bless you. Right there, my brother. God bless you. Another hand there. My brother. God bless you. That is me. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my sister. Right there. See you right in front here. God bless you. They're going to slip a card in your hand. God bless you, sir. My brother at the back. I want to give God my heart. He doesn't have my heart. I want to surrender my life. I want to, God bless you, sir. God bless you, my sir. Oh, that's a strong man surrendering to Jesus. God bless you. That is me. I want to give God my life. That is that is me. God bless you, my sister. That's a beautiful lady surrendering to Jesus. God bless you. That is me. God bless you, my sister. Another beautiful lady surrendering to Jesus. That is me. That is me. Put up that hand over your head. God bless you. Once you have the card, you can put you can put down you can put down your hand and talk to God. And for the rest of us, how do you need to be positioned today? Like Joseph cooperating with God, like the wise men celebrating God, like Mary contemplating, or like the Magi dedicating. How? Talk to God. God is here. He's with you. Every step that I take, every moment I'm away, your in me, Lord. pray for everyone that is surrendering to you today we are giving you today what you don't have up until now our hearts our lives they are releasing all to you father we pray that you accept them in the name of Jesus breathe upon this one so God you know their pain ease and heal and deliver. Every one of us here, Lord, in addition to these ones that are committed to you, give us the grace to cooperate like Joseph and to celebrate like the shepherds, to contemplate like Mary and to dedicate like the Magis and let your name be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you. Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen.